I'm Tash and you're listening to episode 249 of Chat Disney. to the Chat Disney podcast and as you may notice I am flying solo again today. Unfortunately Mercedes is poorly, she's not very well so she hasn't been able to record this week so we're sending her lots of wishes and hope that she gets well in time for Christmas. And speaking of Christmas, today is going to be our very Merry Christmas episode as Christmas is just a few days away now and I'm going to be talking all about the top 10 Disney Christmas movies or not exclusively movies but top 10 Disney content to consume this holiday season on Disney Plus. But before we get into that let's have a quick look at what has been happening in the world of Disney this week. So kicking off with some Walt Disney World news today and guests were stuck on Expedition Everest last week on the steep incline as you go up into the mountain and they were stuck there for 30 minutes while the ride experienced technical difficulties. Now this is my absolute idea of hell. I love big roller coasters but the bit I like least is always the incline. I don't think it's that steep on Expedition Everest but it is definitely the worst place that I would want to get stuck so fortunately it was only 30 minutes but that would be 30 minutes of sheer anxiety for me. Hollywood Nights unfortunately was cancelled last week as well due to bad weather. There was a big storm around Florida so the park were taking some precautions to avoid any damage and any disruption to, to guests. Blizzard Beach was also closed for four days due to the storm. This is not uncommon, we have seen cancellations like this happen a lot of the time with Florida when they do get very extreme weather. And excitingly, Drone Esos, the French company who put together the drone shows at Disneyland Paris, have just opened a permanent office in Orlando. Now, their first production is going to be a holiday show, which is going to debut in downtown Orlando on December the 23rd. And they have long-term development goals in kind of the drone, the drone technology market, whatever you want to call it. Um, now this is really exciting, obviously this isn't directly to do with Disney, their office is based in downtown Orlando and that's where their first show is going to be, but now they have got a permanent office there, we can only hope that they are going to be creating some shows for Disney, so definitely watch this space on this one. Some unfortunate news for Disneyland Paris as well this week, and a fire broke out at Cowboy Cookout Barbecue last week. Apparently the incident was centred around the restaurant's fireplace and fortunately no one was hurt or injured. At the moment we don't know the severity of the damage and we have no idea how long it will be closed for but I expect it will be closed for a little while while they look into the, the exact cause of the fire and what happened and also they will have to refurbish the restaurant in some way but we're not sure how much at the moment. We also have some Hong Kong Disney news today and Hong Kong Disneyland celebrated its 100th millionth guest this week. Now the Shen family went into Hong Kong Disney the other day, had absolutely no idea that they were going to be the 100 millionth guests and they were surprised when they were awarded a very special prize for this 
and they were basically presented with a certificate and a gift hamper and they were greeted specifically by the castle by Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse. So I absolutely love this. Imagine going into Disney just for, you know, a nice, happy, magical day and then this whole other extra level of magic gets added because you have no idea, but you're the 100 millionth guest. I think this is amazing. So absolutely love that Hong Kong celebrated this. And finally, some movie news this week. And Soul, Turning Red and Luca are finally going to be coming to theatres after originally premiering on Disney+. Plus. Tickets for this go on sale on January the 2nd. I believe this isn't just an America thing. I believe this is happening in the UK as well. And the films will each be shown with a short in true Pixar fashion. Now, it seems a bit of an interesting decision to do this because I don't think any of these movies did particularly amazing on Disney+. Plus. Um, and obviously they came out quite a while ago. I mean, Soul came out a good two Christmases, maybe even three. No, I think it was two Christmases ago now. Um, so yeah, an interesting decision. I can only predict that this is ahead of um, Inside Out 2, which is coming out in June to kind of amp up the hype for Pixar movies once again. So yeah, if you do want to see these shows, how they were originally, these films and how they were originally tended on the big screen, then January the 2nd, you can go online and get your tickets. And that is pretty much everything that has happened in the world of Disney this week. We're now going to move on to the main part of the episode, talking about the top 10 Christmassy things to watch on Disney Plus this month. Hey Chat Disney listeners, Mercedes here. As you can probably hear from my voice, I am still suffering with a little bit of illness, so unfortunately I won't make this week's episode, but I wanted to let you all know that you may notice a little glitch on your podcast this week that says you haven't listened to previous Chat Disney episodes that you have listened to. Fear not, we've just moved the podcast over to a different hosting platform. So anything before episode 93 may have temporarily disappeared from your podcasting, listening, posting, whatever of choice, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever that may be. Or it may be there, but say that you haven't listened to it when you know that you have. As I say, don't worry, we've got it under control. It's just while we temporarily move the Chat Disney podcast over to a different hosting platform. So why not take this as an opportunity to go back and listen to some of those episodes from the early days, 2019, 2020, and re-familiarize yourself with the Chat Disney podcast. Thanks for being patient with us and hopefully I'll be back next week. So as you may know, Christmas is my most very favourite time of year and I love watching Christmas movies um, and anything Christmassy to get me really into the holiday spirit and it's something that I really missed doing last year because having a baby, my son was about nine months at the time of Christmas last year um, previously before that my husband and I would have a tradition where every Sunday we would have a roast and we would binge or every Sunday that we were available we would have a roast and we would binge watch Christmas movies in the run-up to Christmas and that just couldn't happen last year with a, a nine-month-old baby it, it wasn't feasible so I really really missed that last year um however this year we are making more of an effort to watch Christmas movies in the evening plus my son is now of an age where he can actually 
have the attention span to watch some things. I mean, he can't manage sort of longer than 20 minutes, half an hour at the moment. But that's perfect for, for me because I don't want him to sort of sit there in front of a screen all day um, and binge watch movies. But it's nice that there are some Christmassy things on Disney Plus that I can actually now enjoy with my son. So my list of kind of the top Christmas thingies that I would be watching or would recommend this year are probably quite different to what they possibly would have been in previous years. I do think it's also fair to say that in terms of like actual Disney Christmas films or, or shorts or whatever, there isn't a whole ton out there. Mercedes and I actually had a discussion on the podcast last week about whether or not to include Fox productions in this list. So things like Home Alone, Miracle on 34th Street, they're both iconic classic Christmas movies. They appear on Disney Plus, but they are Fox, they're not Disney. And I think it's actually gone the way that we have both managed to think of five things each that actually are exclusively Disney Christmas pieces of content. Some are shorts um, and some are actual full length movies. So I do have a list from Mercedes as well. So I'm going to read through hers after I've done done mine. Um, there may be some crossovers, who knows? But so going in with my number five is a Christmas movie that came out a few years ago exclusively to Disney Plus. So it is a Disney production. And that is Noel. Now, I really, really enjoy this movie. I do watch it every year. I watched it a few days ago. Um, and every time I watch it, I always forget how much I actually like this film. And what I like about this movie is, I mean, it's a very simple premise and it's nothing particularly groundbreaking or original. The main crux of the story is Christmas is in trouble and someone needs to say see save the day, which is a trope we see time in, time out when it comes to, to Christmas movies. But I just really like it. I think that having a Christmas movie, I mean, I think all Christmas movies pretty much should not be things that are going to be difficult to follow because, you know, for me... You want something that you can stick on in the background, get all cosy to, maybe wrap your presents up to, and this is the perfect film, I think, for that. Um, I'm not normally the biggest fan of Anna Kendrick, but I actually do really like her in, in this movie. I think she plays a part really well. She's very cute. She's very fun. Um, so yeah, big, big fan of, of the character of, of Noelle. Um, and what I also like about it as well is something that I hadn't really taken into consideration too much before having a child of my own is that a lot of Christmas movies do so doubt about the idea of Father Christmas and that's not an idea I want to put into my son's head. Obviously at the moment he's far too young to for you know to even grasp a hold of that it would all just wash over his head but certainly as he gets older I think I am going to be quite picky about the Christmas content that I maybe let him watch and what I like about this movie is I don't think it really does that because we see Santa we see the North Pole um so that magic is still very much created in in that whole world so this would definitely be on my list of movies to show my son as he gets older. So Mercedes first pick or fifth in fifth place on Mercedes list 
is, of course, Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas. Now, I am not surprised that Mercedes has this on her on her list at all because she talks about it a lot when it comes to Disney Christmas content and I know that she is a big big fan of this and I have to agree with her as Disney sequels go and straight to VHS releases go this one I actually think is one of the more decent ones I don't love it as much as Mercedes does but it's definitely yeah it's definitely like I say one of the, the more decent ones and it's nice to have a sequel that is another Christmas story because we are lacking in terms of Disney Christmas movies. Um, and the, the basic general premise of this movie is it's Mrs. Potts telling the story um, about the previous year's Christmas. Um, so it's kind of like a flashback, if you will. Um, and basically Beast does not like Christmas at all because that is the time of year that he got transformed into a beast. So Belle kind of teaches him and gets him to love Christmas. So yeah, really, really nice story. Really, really nice film for little ones. Got some new characters in there as well, which I don't hate. So that's nice. Um, and yeah, it's good to see all those old favourites, Beast, Cogsworth, Lumiere, again, all celebrating the magic of Christmas. And I'd quite like to actually see more Disney classics have Christmas sequels. I think because it's Christmas, they can kind of get away with it more having a sequel. I don't know where the logic is in that, but that's what I think anyway. So there we go. Next up on my list, so fourth on my list... I have got Olaf's Frozen Adventure. And I know Mercedes has this on her list too. Probably slightly higher up than, than I have it on mine. But Olaf's Frozen Adventure is a really, really nice um, kind of sequel to Frozen, I guess. Although it's only 30 minutes, so it is technically a short film. Um, but yeah, it kind of goes with that whole thing I was saying about Beauty and the Beast. I like when these Disney movies and I can only think of these two, have a Christmassy kind of sequel. I would like to see it done more. And again, it's a really nice story. And actually, it's really nice to have a story that is about Christmas and is not about Father Christmas. And this one is basically really simple premise again. Anna and Elsa realise that they actually don't have a Christmas tradition. Um, they learn about all these other traditions that the um, habitants of Arendelle have and they realise they don't have one and Olaf makes it his mission to go off and find them a tradition and as you can imagine on the way he gets up to all sorts of trouble and in the end Anna and Elsa basically realise that their Christmas tradition is Olaf so it's a really really nice ending it's really really fun I definitely would recommend it my son really enjoyed this one it's the perfect length if you have got little children along with this as well there are some other really good frozen shorts and I know they're not specifically for Christmas but I always think of Chris of Frozen as being quite Christmassy because of course the snowy element to it so we have frozen fever which is really nice that one's definitely not so wintry um because it's set in in the spring and it follows or summer even um and it follows elsa as she has a fever but it's short it's nice and then we have once upon a snowman again and this is one of my all-time favorite disney shorts um it's about 10 minutes long and it basically follows the story of Olaf and how he came to be 
and he has a bit of an existential crisis where he doesn't know who he is or what his name is when he first comes alive. And it's really well done because it kind of ties in with the original Frozen movie. So as he goes to Oaken's shack or whatever it's called, um, you see Anna coming out with the bag of carrots. And then when he goes into the shop, you see the dress that she has traded in for kind of like the warm cape thing that she's wearing. So it's really cleverly done how it links into the original movie like that. Again, like I say, not specifically for Christmas, but it is, it's a real wintry thing to watch, I think. You wouldn't watch it necessarily in the summer. So this is definitely one that I would be adding to my list of regular Christmas watches. Again, my son loved this. I had a very, very proud moment the other day where I asked him if he wanted to watch Frozen Fever and he turned to me and he just went, Elsa. And it's the first time that he's actually, apart from Minnie and Mickey, because he sees those guys all the time, but it's the first time he's actually, I've actually said about a Disney movie or something to do with Disney and he's actually remembered a character's name. So he's obviously a big fan, fan of Elsa. He kept saying that she looked really tired in Frozen Fever, which I thought was really, really cute. So yeah, he's getting well into Olaf. So I think Olaf's Frozen Adventure, Once Upon a Snowman, I think these will both be added to our regular Christmas viewing from, from here on, on in. And next up on Mercedes' list in her fourth place, she of course has Nightmare Before Christmas, but she does say it's a November movie for me. And I think we've had this discussion quite a lot on the Chat Disney podcast before about where the Nightmare Before Christmas stands is it a Halloween movie? Is it a Christmas movie? Mercedes says it's a November movie. So there we go. Go maybe watch it on Thanksgiving. Maybe it's the perfect Thanksgiving movie. We certainly don't have many of those. For me, Nightmare Before Christmas, I really like the character of Jack Skellington. I really like the character of Sally. I really like the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack is great, but that's where it kind of ends for me. I don't, although I, I am really fascinated and interested by Tim Burton, I don't like his style of animation. I do find it quite creepy, which is how I think it is intended to be. But for me, as I said in the beginning, a Christmas movie should be warm, it should be cosy, it should be comfy. And when I see that style of animation, it is just not that at all. It makes me feel uncomfortable, it makes me feel on edge, it's quite dark. It's nothing that you should get from a Christmas movie. So Nightmare Before Christmas, we know Mercedes is a big, big fan of this, so absolutely not surprised that it's on her list. But for me, it's not one that I will be adding to my Christmas list viewing anytime soon. One thing that I do pop on in the background or sit down to watch every single Christmas without fail is Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. And this to me is the perfect wrapping your presents viewing because you can dip in and out of it you don't need to pay too much attention it's three very short stories so very very easy to follow and it's just light-hearted it's a bit of fun definitely geared more towards children but hey I really like it it's super super nostalgic for me what I really liked about it this year is because it is three short stories. I could watch it with my son and we could watch it a story at a time. So he wasn't having too much screen time or he wasn't sat there getting bored. And the stories were sort of, I think they're about 15, 20 minutes. They're like a manageable length. So he really, really enjoyed that. Um, and we do have three short stories with um, this one. So the first one we have is with Huey, Dewey and Louie, Donald's nephews. 
and they basically wish that it could be Christmas every day. And then guess what? It becomes Christmas every day. And they quickly realise that actually that would be no fun at all. And like I say, I love Christmas. It is the best time of the year, but I don't want it to be Christmas every day because I think it would ruin the magic of it and the specialness of it. So yeah, Huey, Dewey and Louie definitely learned that one the hard way. Um, we also have a second story featuring Goofy and his son Max. And that one is all about whether Father Christmas is in fact real or not. So as I was saying with you know, these movies, these shorts that do so doubt sometimes this may be one to avoid if that is something that you are um, kind of worried about approaching with your children. And then the third one is my absolute favourite one and it is The Gift of the Magi, I think you say it. Um, and it basically follows Minnie and Mickey. They want to get each other a Christmas gift and they don't have any money and they want to get something really special for each other because they want to show each other they really care. So Mickey trades in his harmonica to buy Minnie a chain for her watch and Minnie sells her watch to buy Mickey a case for his harmonica. So it just shows the dedication and those love, the love that those two have for each other. But also I think it's really fitting this year. Obviously we have had a massive cost of living crisis um, and Christmas is a real struggle for a lot of people and the pressure that we put on ourselves to spend, spend, spend and buy loads and loads of presents for our loved ones. And actually I think this kind of reminds you that that's not what it's all about. It is very much the thought that counts. So yeah, I think this is a really, really nice one to, to definitely watch this year. So that's the third one on my list. There is also Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. I'm not a big fan of this one. This is done in more of a CGI style, which I don't love the style of animation of this. Um, I've only dipped in and out of this one um, sort of last year and this year. My niece has watched it a couple of times when she's when she's come over. Um, but yeah, I don't think the stories are as strong in this one. So if you're picking between the two, definitely go for the OG Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Now, third up on Mercedes' list is a movie that I am not too familiar with myself. Um, I have seen it, but a long, long time ago. And it is a big one that a lot of people love. And it's the Santa, Claus, the Santa Claus movie, the original movie. And I actually tried watching this film again last year. And I just really couldn't get into it. I don't know what it was. I am going to attempt to watch it again this year. Maybe I wasn't in the right frame of mind for it last year. I, I don't know. But yeah, I'm not too familiar with it. I watched it when I was when I was younger. Um, so yeah, don't really have much more to, to add to that one. But Mercedes does also say that she is really enjoying the new Santa Clauses series on Disney Plus too. So if you are a fan of the Santa Claus, then definitely go check out the Santa Clauses series as well. Next up on my list, I do have one of my absolute all-time favourite Disney shorts, mini-movies, whatever you want to call it. It's about 30 minutes long. I think it's actually 27 minutes to be precise. It is Mickey's Christmas Carol. And we have seen the Christmas Carol done to death. Obviously, it is the classic Charles Dickens stories. I would actually love to know how many versions of A Christmas Carol there are, because there must be hundreds and hundreds. But in my mind, this is one of the best. And it just is that classic 
classic tale. And again, I love the fact that it's a Christmassy thing, but there's no focus on Santa Claus in this. And it breaks my heart every time I watch it. I don't know what it is, but obviously the character of Tiny Tim, you know, there's a lot of sadness in this story. But when you see Tiny Tim and Bob Cratchit played by Mickey Mouse and Tiny Tim is Mickey Mouse's son, that to me just adds a whole new level of emotion. And I cannot watch this without weeping, especially that scene where they're in the future and Mickey is standing at Tiny Tim's oh god it's making me like actually feel my eyes well up talking about it Mickey is standing at Tiny Tim's graveyard holding his little crutch and you just see a tear drop down his eye and you have that really sad music with it absolutely hate it it literally makes me sob every single time I watch it and again I watched it with I let my son watch it this year watched it with him and I was an emotional wreck having a son myself now I think it hit home even even harder so yeah I was very very sad watching this this year but this is a classic in our household this is something we watch year on year out and always will absolutely love it I love it that it's half an hour it's a manageable length and funnily enough it's on Mercedes list too so Mercedes has also gone for this in her second place as well so great minds think alike there and then, of course, the top of my list is a Christmas movie that a lot of people love. It's my all-time favourite Christmas movie, Disney or non-Disney. And it's similar to what I just spoke about, but it is A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Now, I never know which one I prefer, whether it's Mickey's Christmas Carol or Muppet's Christmas Carol. But I think because Muppet's does have the music to it. it is a musical it is longer so it goes more into the story it's got more comedy in it as well it's really funny I just love it and I'm not I'm not a massive fan of the Muppets I wouldn't I would say um I quite like them I have absolutely nothing against them but I know I don't you know I'm not I'm not well versed I'm not too familiar with things like Muppets Treasure Island for example um but yeah this is for me it is the ultimate Christmas movie I haven't watched it this year that year yet as we are having this as our Christmas Eve movie this year we tend to alternate between this and Miracle on 34th Street this year it is going to be The Muppets so yeah it's my absolute favourite you can watch it time in time out Mercedes actually last week went to see it in the Brighton Dome which is is kind of like a, a performance space in in Brighton it's a really beautiful venue and it was before it was shown with a live orchestra I really wanted to go but unfortunately I couldn't get a babysitter so I couldn't go um, and she will be giving us a, a bit of a review of of that when she hopefully joins us next week if she is feeling better so I'm really really excited to talk to her about that and see what it was like with the live orchestra and then finally finishing us off today, Miss Top of Mercedes list is, I think she did hint at it last week, she has got Olaf's Frozen Adventure and that is her favourite Christmas movie, short, whatever you want to call it. It's, again, it's about 30 minutes long of all time. So yeah, Mercedes absolutely loves this one. As I've already said, it is great. So there we go. They are the 10 picks. If you are looking for anything Christmassy to watch on Disney Plus this year, then check out any of these 10 things. And I'm confident to say that you will not be disappointed. 
And there we have it. That is our Christmas episode for this year. Wishing you a very, very Merry Christmas. Christmas is one week away today um, as this episode goes out. So I personally cannot wait. I hope you are getting in the festive spirit at home. I hope you've got all your gifts bought and you're getting organised and you have got some time to cuddle up on the sofa and watch some Disney Christmas movies. As always, please do get in touch and let us know what you are doing for Christmas, if you're doing anything Christmassy, if you're hoping for or you've purchased any unique Disney Christmas gifts. You can reach us as always on Instagram at chatdisney or Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, at chatdisneyuk. And that is all for now. We're going to leave it there for today, but we will be back same time, same place next week, which actually, which actually will be Christmas Day, um, with our final episode of the year as we do our look back at the year 2023. I cannot believe it's been another year. But anyway, for now, a very Merry Christmas from both myself and Mercedes, and we will see you soon. Bye for now. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.